my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. Oh, I got a live one here. You know, something about this show looks kind of familiar, but it's kind of like different at the same time. Like we're missing something. I don't know. Big Kev, what do you think? I think it looks, I think it looks two thirds older. Everything old no, is wait. new again. Three. No. <laughs> fucking math. Looks. Or was your strong suit? Oh, boy. Saying there's video on the internet now? <laughs> it's a new thing. We didn't have that back in the day. Now, now your dial-up internet, <laughs> Pappy. We oh. didn't have dial-up then. It was like mostly dial-up. <laughs> How are uh, your roommates I, on a hamster wheel? Well, I, I mean, you know, we're we're gonna launch right into this, but you know, we probably should do that stuff at the top of the show, Mister Monty, that you know identifies who we are and what we're doing here. Okay, sure. Why the hell not? Uh, so this is Geeks F T and G. You can help us out on our lovely Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For just a buck, you can join our lovely Discord service and talk to members of the show, like me. Like me. Uh, shush, shush, shush. For $3 a month, you get the show a day and a half early, uh, which is going to be today's Tuesday. It's going to be Wednesday night. You hear that, Dom? The show gets posted Wednesday night. Not recorded on Wednesday, posted on Wednesday. Uh, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For $5, you get the lovely bonus show, which who knows it's going to be me, if it's going to be the sandwich shop. Who who knows? He puts in the effort, though. As well as some vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And for $10, uh, which Dom owes us, uh, you can watch the show live on Instagram like he is doing right now uh, because he, um, you know, he doesn't know how a calendar works. Because DoorDash didn't deliver. <laughs> should also point out uh that if you can reach us at email as geeksftng at gmail.com and our gvm line 201-730-2547 i don't i, I don't believe I, I don't believe that that number works sir oh darn 
the funny part is I can remember that number, but I can't remember the new <laughs> I don't one know. for the life of I, me. I, I don't know either number. So <laughs> I literally, if I ever have to do it, I literally have to have the site up in order to know what the mm-hmm. n- number is. That's understandable. So. That's understandable. Uh, Big Kev, why don't you uh, kind of set the table? Like, what's going on? What's going on today, sir? Because it's a bit of a today, extra special today. show. Yeah. Uh, today is a special show. Uh, we are celebrating 15 years of uh, geek stuff in some form or other, um, featuring at least one person of this band still uh, on the program. So think of it like The Who, except that um, nobody's dead, thank God, and um, but it's only like, there's only like one, I mean, a lot of bands do that. They go out as like journey, but it's like one member of journey <laughs> from the original group and a um, Filipino guy. That sounds just like Steve Perry. Exactly. <laughs> but joining us today, um, uh, is the original group, uh, along with, uh, Monty as the moderator, uh, slash referee. And uh, so we have OG uh, joining oh. us over there. And we have uh, the, the legend, Mr. Fantastic, the original producer of the original program, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Hello, sir. Hola, everyone. And uh, we are very happy to be celebrating. I, I mean, we're really thankful. First of all, we're really thankful uh, to Mr. Fantastic uh, for... Um, Absolutely. For loaning us a little bit of his time in order to celebrate this uh, momentous event with us. I was also going to loan you some Patreon contributions. If you guys want, I'll start broadcasting my work meetings every day, $25 (laughs) a month, eight hours straight, nonstop action. I'm down. I'm here. Somebody would, if somebody would give us money for that, Mark, we would take it. That hasn't (laughs) changed about this program. So I'm just saying. You, if you think suddenly we're we're you know not interested, you're wrong. We Nick are. and I'll talk after. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's in the works. Uh, on that note, uh, why don't we why don't we do uh, Mr. Monty? Let's do some really just quick hits uh, sort of news in uh, the first segment today, and then in segment two, we're going to talk about the origins dun, 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 of this program. Fantastic. Uh, with the uh, the the three people. Who founded did, did, did it? I'd I'm like the old. part of Weapon 13, please. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I'll sew that mouth shut. <laughs> I get that joke. All right. Uh, so I think the big thing of the, uh, the week, actually so far really the only big story of the week, is a bit of a shakeup going on at Disney with how they're going to kind of uh, revamp their uh, their rollout of movies for this summer. Some of the more notable ones are Black Widow and Cruella. Uh, they will now be premiering on Disney Plus at the same time they hit theaters. Uh, Cruella will be hit, uh, scheduled for May 28th. Uh, Black Widow is being pushed up a few months and will debut on July 7th. Uh, excuse me, July 9th, uh, which I feel like is what, like the seventh time, tenth time that film has been rescheduled. Uh, as it is something like that, yeah. Uh, and both titles will be offered at a as premium access on the platform for a thirty dollar rental fee. Don't pay it. Absolutely, don't pay do it. it. No, one hundred percent pay it. I'm paying it. You paying it to see Black Widow? Absolutely, or Cruella. 
Black Widow, 100%. And I'm going to do it for Raya, I think, as well this weekend. I haven't done it yet. But. Are you going to pay the 30 bills for it? I think so, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I did the maths. I did I did the quick maths. Oh. A movie ticket is, with tax, is just shy of $15. Assuming I get a drink and some sort of snack. Let's go with water and candy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at like 28 bucks. That's just for me. But I never get water and candy. I normally get like a beer and pretzel bites. Well, that's because you got the nice, the yeah, you got the nice fancy one around the corner that does all that. Right. So I'm easily at 35, 36 bucks. So 30 bucks. I'm already ahead six bucks. Easily. Plus I'm in my couch. Uh, my own couch pants are optional. I mean, I understand, especially for, for uh, family members for, for, you know, I can understand how it's a little convenient. Also, let's not forget. We're still like, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, even though uh, uh, vaccines are being rolled out, uh, it's going to be a bit of a mixed up year this year. Who knows what's going to happen uh, for next? But I kind of don't blame them for for revamping and kind of releasing it that way. I personally still want to go to the Warwick Drive-In because it's the drive-in. It's pretty damn cool. And sure. you, can, you can still socially distant and make it a little safer for yourself, even no matter, regardless of the fact if you're vaccinated or not. So, In the event that... I've watched everything else that every other streaming service that I either subscribe or have access to has to offer. Only then would I ever consider paying $30 to watch a movie. I mean, I get the, I get the math part of it. And, but I'm with, I'm with, uh, I'm with fantastic on this one, which is I simply don't see the need to lay out that kind of money rather than wait what a month, two months in order to see something. Yeah. I I don't mind the premium fee. It's just the $30 is, is steep for what it is. Yeah. I I, I get it. I get it. I, and I, I don't begrudge anybody that thinks it's steep. It is a lot of money, but just for me, when I did the math, I was like, ah, it's the price of a ticket. Anyway, it's the price of me to go. Like if we were all going together, that's what it would cost me to go. Yeah. I think they're relying on fans such as yourself who know what it's worth to you. And you'll, and you'll do it. I, I I really thought that they would have learned the lesson from Mulan. Into your mic, which into your mic, according to all reports, did not do well in this model. And so, I kind of thought that was the direction that they would go away from that and go more the. HBO Max direction, which is we're going to release it in theaters and on our service at the same time with no additional fee. Now, though, if it were as bad as Wonder Woman was, I might pay the $30 to make it a good movie instead. So there you <laughs> go. There you go. But, but, you know, but, but with respect, the, the HBO Max is rolling out a movie a month in this format now. You know, like it was Tom and Jerry. And I think at the end of this month, I think in is it next week is King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, Dune is still looking like it's going to go this way. If this stuff is still kind of happening in the fall, which I think is a shame because if I don't see Dune in IMAX, I- I'll fly to another island to see Dune in IMAX. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, but it, it's that's that's kind of where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like on the, uh, you know, I kind of get it on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's like, I like the HBO Max, the way that they're playing it, because, you know, at some point the theaters are going to reopen and that experience, that experience will be 
you know, happening again. And then Mortal Kombat, you know, April 16th, HBO Max as well. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah. that's that's my that's my birthday movie. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I know. Right. I couldn't get Kong Godzilla. <laughs> Damn it. I want to see Mortal uh, Kombat. I'll see. I want to see that. I want to see that. There you go. Uh, I will say again, um, but, if you, yeah, if you so. do go to, you know, if, one bright side about going to the drive-in over near us is the fact that they usually have double features. So, uh, you know, you, if you spend $12 on a movie, you're going to see Black Widow and something else that came out maybe a few months ago that you may have missed. So uh, just a nice added bonus to the whole uh, shindig here. Um, Plus, yes. you might even, you know, you might make out. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. Mask to um, mask. Right. <laughs> hey uh, One other cool bit of news, this time directly for Disney Plus, which I think this is really awesome. Um, they're going to, uh, for Hawkeye, they're going to add Echo into uh, the Disney Plus show, uh, who's going to be played by, I'm going to mispronounce this woman's name, Alakwa Cox, I believe. Uh, who is it? Come on. Did you throw this in there? Just as a goof, a Lockwood Cox. <laughs> That's not a person. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I kid you not, sir. I kid you not. Uh, what you call? It? And uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I will say is that it's actually a really, really good character. Um, at the same time, a Native American woman who is uh, deaf, um, who was who brought was brought in by Alex Maleev, and. Uh, yeah, just a really cool thing, just to kind of, as note, that's kind of worthwhile, just to kind of uh, mention there. I'm uh, trying to look up the correct pronunciation of that young lady's name. He's got it. Miss, Miss got Cox. It. Is, it, is that correct? <laughs> Phonetically. I mean, yes. look at it, that's what are it we, seems like. Who are we, who are we, are we asking, you know, Mr. Navajo? Senor Fantastico. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, there isn't a whole hell of a lot right now. There's uh, Marvel rolled out some of the artwork for Loki, mm-hmm. which it's Loki. I mean, it's 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 great. I the mean, poster? Are you talking about the poster? Yeah, they rolled out a few. Yeah, I lo- I love it. I I, I think it's going to be a great show. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we can just say briefly, uh, uh, for the four of us here today. Uh, oh, did we note that Sandwich is not in attendance? We didn't know because he okay, doesn't know how a calendar sure. works. Um, we can we can say it's still both of them are still embargoed, but we can say that uh, last week, uh, episode one of the incredible Falcon and Win- Winter Soldier dropped. Mm-hmm. Yep, premiered on Disney Plus. I found it to be fantastic. No pun intended for anyone <laughs> in the room. Uh, and, and I think it's. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's it's going to be an amazing six hour movie. Good, that's yeah. going to take us six weeks to watch. But I, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely a hundred percent invested. I think uh, I think it was brilliant the way that they handled uh, Sam and the Shield. The fact that they're you know, well, I, I don't, everybody I they introduced really I mean, more than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not everybody. Sharon Carter hasn't shown up yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's, but she's, well, I'm not spoiling anything because everybody knows that she's in it because if you've ever seen any artwork from it, you know that she's in it. So, um, but yeah. And then a lot of other things that they haven't showed Zemo yet either, but we know that he's in it. Um, um, but yeah, I thought that, I I don't know. I'd love to hear how you guys uh, thought about what you guys thought on the first episode. Um, I liked it. It had a bit of a, 
it had a bit of um winter soldier vibe to it which i which i liked um i think uh sebastian stan did a fantastic job um i'm hit or miss with anthony mackie really i yeah i like i i like him sometimes and sometimes he comes off kind of just meh Um, does it seem to you matt that he's about to break out in a smile or laughter at any time that's he has the same face that i think i have on camera yeah where i'm about to crack up in any any minute yeah you don't you don't have that face (laughs) you don't have that face but you think he has a face and that's what's important yeah he's he's hard to read but uh he's always got that coy look to him but i i mean i liked it i thought the first episode was great um i liked everybody that they introduced um and i'm excited to see how that develops and plays i do love how people were complaining that it moved pretty slowly uh, and my first reaction was you were complaining about the same thing with WandaVision like a little bit over a month ago, and you absolutely loved it. So why can't you just give this a little benefit of the doubt before complaining about, you know, the first episode being kind of slow paced? I mean, the thing f- is slow when it's serialized. Yeah. And how and how is it slow? The first sequence, the first 10 the minutes, first sequence in the in the episode had more action in it than the entire WandaVision series. I didn't say they were justified. I'm just saying how <laughs> I'm I just responded saying to that. it's it's perception perspective. It's, it's per, that's right. Perspective. Yeah. And there's the well, argument people have gotten spoiled with just how these kind of movies like, you know, these characters just, you know, being so fast paced in an actual movie that when they're on a show, it's a little maybe jarring. But yeah. well, the memes, the memes gave some stuff away to some people rather quickly but but yeah yeah um, happened it happens yeah good show though so far yeah i enjoyed it i look forward to seeing how the remainder of the season plays out and what it means for the future i have my speculations much like wandavision they'll probably all be wrong uh and that's okay <laughs> i'm fine with that i'm fine or, with it being wrong sure um do we want to talk about uh a certain Let's- cut from let's an- just let's just say right because that's the other thing that happened last week that's still embargoed for us it so is- we'll be talking more in depth about falcon winter soldier episode one and the and the the snyder cut of justice league um in more detail next week but yeah we can absolutely uh we can get some first impressions from um the four of us here today so uh why don't you open that one up nick uh I don't have HBO Max, and um, I'm tapped. I barely watch the streaming platforms I do have. So, uh, and I don't have time really this week because of work. So, I'm out. I'm 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 glad you enjoyed it. I'm tapping out. So, (laughs) well, in a way, this is going to be a good review, though, because isn't that part of the like an entire aspect of evaluating this movie? Is I got up at four thirty this morning. I sat down and I watched stuff various things and i thought to myself perhaps i shall watch the snyder cut and i didn't because <laughs> yeah. i knew how long it was and i knew how, how many other things i can do in that time so like i'm looking forward cancer. to it yeah <laughs> one of many things one or of many watch many other shows That's so it. i'm looking forward to it but i also did not watch did did you watch it og I have absolutely no interest in watching it, and I may never watch it if I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. I, and 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 I'm glad that some people really liked it. Mm-hmm. I know that some people really hated it, which is no surprise. Um, but for me, I'm completely, um, I'm completely uninterested in the entirety of that universe. 
Um, yep. And I know that it is <laughs> sort of like the end of that part of the DC cinematic universe and that they're going to move past it and forward with it, be it with Flashpoint or something else. But I just don't feel like I need to see it. it as, an, on, uh, as somebody who's not been tracking it, is there a plan for them to have a plan? So yeah. they, they, they came out this week. They had a couple of interviews this week post-release. They have said that this is the cap to the Snyderverse. It's done. Um, oh, and- really? Because I read, I read an article. I actually posted on our Facebook that, that said sort of the opposite. No. Which effectively was, I mean, you can check. Yeah. Um, effectively that there's such great interest in the Snyder cut that they are reconsidering what to do with the 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 dc universe oh no um because the, the, the in the same interview they also shot down the uh the air cut of suicide squad it's done <laughs> i'm pretty sure this is done good yeah um i'm try- I, I wish i could remember who it was that gave the interview but it was one of the higher ups at um good at warner brothers and i my guess is that they're going to relaunch with flashpoint using ezra miller but um, and I'm okay with that. I might check that out, but I have no interest in watching this movie. What does Ezra Miller have to do to get fired? <laughs> because Some really like choking out a female fan wasn't enough, apparently, in the Me Too generation for him to get fired uh, uh, from Warner Brothers, uh, and and they're still moving forward somehow with that. So I don't know. I don't, and I don't see the point. If the point is just to restart everything, you know, I said this, I've said this before and I'll say it again. What they need to do is they need to just stop. They need to just stop. They need to let sparkly Batman play out a little bit because we know that's going to happen. You know, whatever direction you think it's going to go in. Um, They, they know that that's going to happen. Let that play out a little bit, take a little break and then start again. That's not going to happen though, Kev. That's I, I know it's not going to happen. No I said what that, should happen. Yeah, because there's no way they're going to be like, you know what, we're okay not making money off of these gigantic uh, uh, pieces of property that we own. Well, so let's, you know, but let's just deal with what we got to make what, whatever money we can yeah. in the meantime. Because they're because executives are, are going to be afraid of losing their jobs if they don't. Right. Well, considering, um, and this is for OG uh, in particular, considering the last of our friends at DC was let go two weeks ago. Mm. Fletcher. I know. I heard. I heard when it happened. It was very sad. Day. That literally is like the last guy I think that we were that friends we with knew who hasn't there, been yeah. fired. Well, I mean, with the exception of Jim Lee, uh, who I believe is still working there. Um, that's the last guy that we, you know, that that we have a relationship with that 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 was let go from that company. Unbelievable. Yeah, I Unbelievable. But yeah, I, I mean, I just I don't I don't know. I don't I don't want to dedicate the four hours to it. It's just not it's not my it's not in tarot cards for me. Well, I did. The show was four hours. Yeah, I did. I watched the whole thing. (laughs) Feels like it though. It feels like it. And uh, uh, yeah. And I can't wait to talk about it on next week's episode of geek stuff. TNG. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, We got one more bit of news. Why are you calling him? What was that? I said, why are you calling? Why are you calling fantastic? Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That, See what I did there? That's adorable. Uh, we have a little bit of uh, news here. Dungeons and Dragons game and Dark Alliance will be coming out uh, on June 22nd in what is the 
Uh, is it fair to say it's like the first major kind of like modern platform game? I know like there used to be on, like on the Sega Genesis. There were a few computer games and everything like that. Um, but uh, this looks like it's they're they're putting a lot of work into this. So, uh, OG, what uh, what's your take on it? Uh, definitely the first on modern platforms. Um, I think the last game to it's come out was. With the legends of your wow. good, on, good on you, Nicholas. Good on you. I'm sorry. I'm good sorry. On you. I just the buttons there. The the good story on, was good there. Good on you, Nicholas. And and there was no. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna do it. That's fine. It's the he, he kind of did the bit wrong, but that's okay. No, 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 no. I've been revamping it a little bit lately just to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah. He, oh, he's rewriting yeah. the bit. Kind of. He's, he's, he's gotcha. He's gotcha. updating, updating the bit. Understand. It's a re-roll. I get it. Yeah. So what's your take on the story? <laughs> um, don't, don't say that. You know that show? What's the show? Don't, don't, don't say that one, OG, because he's probably got that trigger finger ready for that. Oh, okay. Um, Which no, show? It's, um, uh, Which show? I think it looks pretty cool. I think it looks like a, uh, I think it's going to be a fun game. I'll probably definitely play. I think the last game to come out major console was what? Boulder's Gate 3, right? So that was PC and that was only what, last year, year and a half ago. I didn't play it, but. Um, uh, uh, OG, I'll ask you on this one. Um, what, what are, what are we looking at here? I haven't seen anything about, uh, about, or, or, or Mr. Fantastic. I haven't seen anything about this. Is this a, is this like a first person game? Is it like Skyrim? Is it? Well, it's, it's multiplayer. Like they, the, the big, the big draw to it seems to be that you're going to be able to play with your friends like so wow it's going to have an online component but i don't think it's going to be an mmorpg i think it's going to be more self-contained than that and you would yeah. think you would think that you would think the iconic role-playing game would have an mmo by this point um honestly i don't think they want to play in that sandbox i think i think they have other things that they would rather develop um, and I, I don't think they want to develop an MMO that detracts from the actual tabletop experience. Whereas a game that is self-contained and you can sit down with your friends and maybe play for a couple hours and once in a blue moon is different than a WoW vibe. Well, there's said. a Dungeons and Dragons online game. There is right. It's and it's still yeah, it's around not for years. Yeah. No, I think it's still. No, out. it's it's around. It's, it's just yeah. it's unpopular. And honestly, I don't mind either because I'm. I would rather that the people who are potentially involved in that are instead playing D and D. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I I was just curious as to the. Do we know about what the format is? First yeah, it's person, a, it's an arcade or... RPG, action adventure style. Sort of more of more of an arcade. Uh, game oh. in third person multiplayer co-op uh and i and to match point i think it's linear compared to what you would expect from a yeah adventure game but cool. it still looks good it's in the universe it seems like it ha doesn't have the same legs as something like an, an mmo would have or an, or an online version but we shall see they can milk anything with deluxe versions and uh you know DLCs. barbarian underwear yeah, and, and like if you pre-order it now, there's all sorts of like bonus DLC content. There's like a beholder weapon set, which I think gives you magical weapons right. that mimic the abilities of a beholder. There's like a lich set that gives you like necromantic powers and stuff like that. So I mean it's got it's got some play. And again, when you play the tabletop version, all of those exclusives are free in your head 
in the theater right. of the mind. That's correct. That's a good so, point. Give I that say, a shot. I will say that uh, once kind of uh, COVID's like really in the rearview mirror, I know that, you know, D&D's seen a boom over the last few years or mm-hmm. more so. Uh, I think it's going to be even larger growth maybe over the next year and a half, oh, two years, perhaps. 100%. Everyone's going to want to get together, be in the same room, be able to play these kind of games face to face, not have not have a computer screen in front of us like we're doing yeah. right now, uh, to have that kind of interaction. So yeah, they've been doing well for a long time, but I think they're going to see a big bump. Uh, you know, Maybe it's beginning of this time next year or whatever the case may be um, for this division. Um, but, I've been uh, playing yeah. with my kids and they're three, six, and eight, mm-hmm. and they get it. It's exhausting because I'm constantly making up stories and they're yes. like, okay, keep going. Okay. What's next? Keep going. And of course I'm not preparing anything. <laughs> I mean, so, that's kind of how it goes with adults when you play too, to be honest. I was going to say like, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it is. Fantastic. You know, it's not, it's keep going. Literally making up stories. That's like and, what you do. This is true. I'm just not putting in the effort that I would if it were a, adult judging me and doing this. Yes. I can get away with a lot in my kids. I mean, we can play through Disney stories and Alice in Wonderland <laughs> and fables, and they won't recognize any of that stuff until a couple of years from now. So you're good. I can make that up on the fly. Nice. Oh, there you go. And that is the D&D update for the week. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. Uh, oh, gee, what was uh, what's the what's the show you were talking about before the the one something? I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not familiar. Lightning bug. I think it was a lightning bug. You're not getting me. You're not getting me, Nicholas. Once is enough. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> Big Kev, is there anything else we want to hit on, or I think I we can all the bits. Well, in, you know, one sitting. Got to save something for the. You know, it was just a taste, Bobby. Anniversary. It was just a taste. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. We have a Kickstarter, though, or we could save that for next week. Uh, so, Big Kev, why don't you uh, take us to break, sir? And with that, Mister Mayhem, uh, OG, and Mister Fantastic, we will take our first and possibly only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Episode 6.9? Sure. Is that what it is? Is I it think, 6.29? I think so. Yeah, 6.29. Episode that's not my job. What's that? I said, that's not my job. I know. Oh, did I say OG? <laughs> uh, go 6. for it. 6.29. Uh, the one we're calling the 15th anniversary show because we haven't called it anything else yet. Uh, and we'll be right back. After the Monty, Sandwich, we need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm, maybe, maybe we can use our more seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's try these lines in our most seductive voices. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh, that's right. 
We want you to tell us what's、mm, on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you may hear yourself、uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow! Wow! What? Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky. Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place, and it has something for everybody. But 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 it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff, and you know, I'm a very delicate person. Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here. I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the the range of collectibles is pretty stellar and pretty creative. I'll be honest. They have a wide range in stock. It could be hot toys, prop replicas, statues. They got you, man. These clothes are something else too. Is that real blood on that shirt? Not on all of them, but they got hoodies, shirts, beanies. They even have stuff with Herman Munster, Dracula, and Red from that '70s show. Wow, dude, these handmade items are awesome. This heart's still beating. All right, put that back where you found it, okay? But the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store. They have paintings, masks, dolls, and of course, prints. Yeah, you gotta have prints on your wall. Oh,、uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now,、um, and he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by Dark Interiors? The what? Zoinks! You better be going to the ATM, and then come back to buy a spine. The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com, and on Etsy, Instagram, as well as Facebook, as the Graveyard Gallery. Go to them for one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. New horror-related items are in each week. From big and small companies, and one-of-a-kind creations, the Graveyard Gallery. Spine sold separately. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners! It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the Piecast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at Pie Day Family, and my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton, and I'm Podcast Rob, and we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the Art Comedy and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Build your own X-wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red Five Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. 
The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends. Model space. Come on, Bigelow, give us a better name. Come on, yeah. Bigelow. Oh, How about Rocketeer? Rocketeer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's Rocketeer it is. Hi, this is Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer, and you're listening to Geek Stuff TNG. I like it. Live from Studio M, the Sandwich Shop, and Big Kafuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a lighted bar to D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get 118th scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to the parts of the model, you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may see models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hey, pre-recorded Dom, thanks so much for that lovely commercial spot there. We appreciate uh, you being able to join us in some form, um, you know, because you don't have a calendar. But uh, more importantly, I want to also take a moment to thank the <laughs> Graveyard Gallery. Over at 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, lovely Butler, New Jersey, 07405, a lovely bunch of folks over there who are getting in just crazy amount of, of uh, trade-in items uh, each and every week. So if you're looking for a certain kind of uh, universal monsters, if you're looking for something that's Evil Dead related, Army of Darkness, uh, just cool ass t-shirts. Check them out, man. Really good people over there. Uh, they have a lot of original artwork, and they're just they're just fun to talk movies with. So if you don't like them, it's uh, it's a bit of a you thing. It's kind of like the, what we say about West Coast Scott. If you don't like them, it's a you problem. Uh, but check them out, the Graveyard Gallery, especially they're very active on the Instagrams. Uh, and check them out at 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Go mention the show, and uh, you'll get a free sticker because uh, free stickers are awesome. Uh, and or za exactly uh boys what's up let's let's go down memory lane 
All right. Let's take that nostalgic pat, look into the past. And I don't know, try to reflect over the last 15 years about, about you guys. Yes, yes, OG. Well, I want to say something to start off this segment because it's it's fairly groundbreaking. You know, for many years at the at the beginning part of the show, uh, faithful listeners did not believe that Mister Fantastic actually existed. That's true. Really, he didn't really believe it either. Yeah, because for the most part, he was he wasn't uh, he was not like. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to come to a lot of the conventions with us when we would do conventions. And no, 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 uh, uh-uh, no, I'm not revisioning history that it wasn't. He wasn't able to go. It's that he had no desire or interest whatsoever <laughs> to go. And the one that he did go, he slept <laughs> behind the curtain, behind the booth. That was a good booth. That was a good booth. That was a good. I booth. believe I had a pretty good sushi lunch behind that curtain. I, recall <laughs> I think that you may have. It's not like I wasn't I wasn't going to these. I was just going to them and not hanging out with you. I was shucking (laughs) and jiving, trying to make my own connections. Uh, I just wanted to take a a moment. and um, I want to take a moment and share uh, today's snack of the show Uh is Parm Crisps everything flavor. So there you go. See, this is what happens. I, I work on the show. I edit it. He 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 munches. Yeah, he munches. That that must be fun in post. Oh, it's so much I haven't fun. eaten on a show since probably last week. Fantastic was on one. So <laughs> I did that. That's a bit, sir. I did that oh, as a oh, bit. Oh, a bit. Oh, my mistake. I'm not gonna really eat. On the but show. Uh, I will say I I do love. Uh, I believe it was my first or second um, uh, episode on Geek Stuff because Geek Stuff. Uh, when OG's like, we'll see how long you last on the show, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then things somehow evolved into this. So uh, that was always pretty uh, good there. So so let's take let's um let let's just uh, get in our way back machine 15 sure. years ago, um. 2000 and something, mm-hmm. uh, six ish. Um, Sounds right. I, I was doing, um, I'm, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to, uh, keep some names out of it. I was, I was involved with a few radio shows at that mm-hmm. time, um, uh, on Sirius XM or XM and then Sirius XM, however that worked. In those and, days, it was um, still 1027. Was it? Yeah, it was. But anyway, I anyway, digress. Um, uh, so I was involved. I was kind of sort of the resident geek. Uh, 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 at least that's what it was described to me uh, as by one of the hosts. The other host said, uh, you know, after years of, of, uh, of, of mocking me and making fun of me, which is fine. Um, I take my licks like everyone on that program did, um, said, you know, there's there's really something there, you know, like, you know, with your geek stuff. And literally the light bulb popped on and I said, oh, now wait a minute. And I immediately, I immediately left New York City, uh, uh, went back to Jersey where I lived and I immediately called OG. And I and OG and I at the time were contributing on the internet to the sort of uh, uh, the 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 toy genre uh, blog culture blog culture, which was very big at the time. Uh, OG had collectible bits box. I did. It's true. And I had 
big Kev's critical toys, I think. Yep. And uh, so we, you know, we were uh, contributing and I said to, I called OG on the phone and I said, I have an idea. And he said, what? And I said, we should do a podcast. Yeah. And uh, right. I mean, I'm, I'm getting that part. Of yeah. It, yeah. Right. That part's and, mostly right. And I said, uh, I said, I, I think this is something that we can do. I think this is something that we can figure out or some such thing like that. Yeah. And OG and I talked about it. And I said, we need somebody who knows something other than we know. Because at right. this point, we don't know Jack. We needed the tech angle. Notice how yeah. he said, we need somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that was- is what I said, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I said, I know. I think what he's saying is he's not so sure that he would agree with you. No, nobody <laughs> knew what they were doing. No, no that's what I meant. But, but, all right. But there's not knowing what you're doing and there's fucking knowing nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. We were in that latter category. OG and I were in the latter category at the yeah. time. And I said, I, I said, literally, and, and OG will attest to this. There's only one person I know that we should call here. Yeah. My brother. And I immediately called. <laughs> yeah. I immediately called Mr. Fantastic's brother, Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous. I didn't. I is that Mr. true? Fabulous. I, I don't remember any of this, by the way. This is. I'm glad yeah. that you're doing this because it's really bringing me up to speed. I called Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous said, "I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You, you should call my brother." And literally called Fantastic, and I said, "I have an idea." Yeah. And. Okay. I don't even think you gave him the idea over the phone. My recollection was meet us at the meet us at yeah. the Short Hills Mall. Yeah. Wasn't it a Menlo Park Mall, wasn't it? No, it was we, Short Hills. We went to was- we went to lunch at Neiman Marcus because what's his name? Rob was working. Yes. And then right. we went and bought our first mixer. Yeah. All of that. Yeah, that's exactly that's yeah. exactly <laughs> it. And I that's but that was that's where I was getting to. I was literally like, I, I have an idea meet us at the mall yeah i'm buying lunch i think it was the pitch yeah so i was joking when i said my brother i didn't know that you really contacted my brother first <laughs> I'm re- I, I am i am reasonably sure we're we're fabulous here with us today that this is likely the case absolutely <laughs> and only because and not because i don't you know it's not because i'm closer to one of you or the other it's because you're it's because your brother mr fabulous had and I had already talked about uh, uh, different things. He did the logo for you. Remember, he did the logo for uh, Big Kev's Critical, Critical Toys, Toys, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he and I had, you know, he and I had just been chatting. And, and I've been friends with Mister Fabulous since the kid was like eleven or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I took him to his first Hooters. Just saying. <laughs> just so, saying. Um, do you know that one? fantastic yes i'm aware of that okay so um at like 11 or 12 whatever he was when i took him um uh, you know so uh, you know so so the relationship that all of us sort of have not og and i because og and i have uh, have a different relationship but fantastic fabulous bunch of other people used to come to my house uh my apartment every month for the for the wwe pay-per-view events it's true it's true. And we and we all were associated also because we all played uh, tabletop miniature games of the Games Workshop variety, 40K, Necromunda, Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. I think we, yeah, we played all of those 
together at some point. Fabulous and fantastic. We're part of that as well. So we, and, and that's all at Retailer X's establishment. Right. Um, so, so this is how we all knew each other, basically. And I knew, I knew that Fantastic and Fabulous both worked at Apple at the time, I think. And uh, I was like, they got to know more than OG and I know about this. And that's what started the process. And, and literally fantastic. What I remember you saying is, okay, I'm in, but you have to, I, I, it was something along the lines of you have to listen to me and do what I say. <laughs> like yeah, I, I already knew who I was like, dealing with. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly we had a relationship. <laughs> and I, then, I said, so you knew that you had to lay that marker down. The first order of business one is to replace the bulb in your Toshiba DLP TV because the picture is fuzzy. <laughs> exactly. a DLP, kids, a DLP television is a rear projector <laughs> television, which means it's not a thin LED or LCD. Yeah. It's a fat TV. Wait about a thousand. A pounds. large TV <laughs> with a component that needs to be routinely replaced. And that routine is rather frequent when you watch as much TV as Big Kev does. <laughs> That's very true. Um, yes, all of that is true. Uh, so then, so I think the next thing was, is, is I think we, I think, I think fabulous start or, or fantastic rather started figuring out what we needed and we just started getting equipment. Well, hold right? on. You're, you're missing, you're missing a couple of beats here. Please hop in. You're missing yeah, what happened. Beats. I don't remember. So, so these, these early conversations were, they were early in the year like January, early, early yes. February, January. And <laughs> right. I'll tell you, I, remember I remember this because before we launched the show, Kevin and I were still doing toys and podcasting, uh, blogs and such. And Kevin and I went to Toy Fair in New York City. And we were walking around <laughs> talking about the equipment that we may or may not need to do the show. Was that before the show? That was before the show. And we, wow. we, we found a vendor in the back of the hall selling a product called the Supacam. S-U-P-A-C-A-M. Yep. And how exactly we came into possession of a Supacam that day is a story in and of itself. But we did get a Supacam that day. They were giving them away. Sure. And we <laughs> thought we were going to be able to use that. Now. It was a piece of garbage and we never actually used it. But I remember how excited we were at the prospect of having what we thought could be our first piece of equipment. I just remember Kevin like, but we have a super cam. <laughs> it's a super cam. We can, yeah. use this. we can use this. We can make videos of things, anything that you see around here yeah. on the super cam. And then we looked at it and it was like uh, a Motorola <laughs> webcam, yeah. uh, Motorola phone uh what do they call those things phone camera yeah it was like it was, bad. Like, it was like a bad. flip phone with no phone capabilities there's no way to get the video off you just had to watch it yourself and then remember it, it was like the precursor <laughs> to instagram stories <laughs> then it just went away i am so sorry that my enthusiasm <laughs> it was infectious uh, but you know the funniest part about that supercam and your enthusiasm about video is that I don't think we actually did any video content until like for six years. years later. Not for yeah. years. <laughs> for years. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do any video stuff. Well, that's that's true and not true. 
Um, we tried to do a review very early on in your library. I remember yeah. it was a sideshow like Luke figure or yeah, something. We, we did do that. It was one that we did and it was hit or miss. But it was uh, miss. Yeah. But it but, wasn't hit or miss. <laughs> it was it was miss. But our but our <laughs> equipment at the time was the Supercam, right? It was that little uh M6 two-channel mixer that we had, that little box, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was the microphone stands that we had screwed to a piece of plywood and then used not, sandwich no, no. clip clamps onto no. a snack table. Not not we. We didn't <laughs> screw the mic clamp into a little piece of wood. That was your genius move. Hey, hey but it worked. It didn't work. in a storm. That was our mic stand for like a year. There is. You know what? There no, are photos there, of that. There are photos. I was about to say, somewhere. He's like, He's like this close to his chin to the table. No, but yeah, but his like, but, but you can see like Matt is like, like, like leaning down into it. Like, yeah. Like I can't even do, I don't know if you can see this, but it's like, it's like, he's like, it's almost like he's flying (laughs) face first into it. Like it's really, yeah, it's a really funny photo. It was the most jury rigged MacGyvered setup in the history of setups, but it was functional for all of its flaws. and, And it's, you know, I have to say, uh nothing has changed in that <laughs> the equipment the may have part. changed the the the, the personas yeah. may have changed however the fact that we are uh little rascaling our way through this program every week absolutely and especially with covid especially with me being a mm. little far away <laughs> uh, uh it, it, yeah it really is it really is the little rascals do uh do a podcast yes and i'm i actually i don't have a problem with that we uh i don't have a problem with that at all yeah we did some crazy we did some we did some any port in a storm shit back then that's for sure that's true that's for sure but but fantastic always made it work on that old ass mac that you had at the desk off to the side oh that was and that was fantastic do you remember that that was an imac that that had the clear handles you know you know what i mean like was it an all-in-one the- imac or was it did you have a power mac do you remember no i think I, it was an all-in-one i think it was it, i think it was a power mac uh yeah, um, power mac. i think it was a power mac i also had a pc do you remember that uh, i had the saying, mac yeah. i had the mac monitor in front of us here and the pc monitor was raised yeah but we couldn't use the pc because it was running scripts for star wars galaxy to farm right. credits right. or something yeah right. so that was off limits right. so it was like i can't yes. look anything up during the show you're goddamn <laughs> god right it was <laughs> he's killing womp rats or something thank you very much <sighs> super DiGiorno. Dress me by my proper title <laughs> I do remember when we did the DVD with Sam preparing for that, there was an electrical problem that we could not overcome until the very last second. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but I made many trips to the store. I do remember buying new wires, returning things, XLR cables, microphones. At one point I bought a power conditioner. I brought in new computers and I could not, explain why and to this day i still don't know why there was some sort of electrical phenomenon a buzzing or a humming in the entire recording the day before the most important recording that we were going to do 
we, we and then the say day what that of, is too. It uh, just fantastic. resolved itself. It just fixed itself. Yeah. We should say what that is fantastic. And that is the, um, that is the only commentary that Sam Jones and Melody Anderson have ever done for the Flash Gordon movie. It still is the only commentary that they've done for the movie. And, you know, we've told the story a hundred times on the show. I'll just briefly say, pardon me, I'll just briefly say that, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it was an amazing project. I don't understand why we haven't made a documentary about making that project. I oh think that's gosh. something we should consider doing because that would be funny as hell. It was insanity, um, that's for sure. It was. I mean, more so than we've ever explained. But I think that's an idea worth worth doing as a, I don't know, a special or something at one point. Um, but uh, I don't know that I, I maybe have shared this with both of you now because i had a chance to catch up with fantastic which was really great and i was really happy to do so but i will i will share with you because i happen to have it uh uh right here in handy is you have you guys seen this version this is the most recent version that came out in europe okay right our commentary is on this are you serious yes and Our what's your address on the island? Because yeah. I'm curious where you would like to receive the letters from my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 everyone knows you don't have a lawyer because you would just call one of your cousins to have someone's knees broken. You're not fooling anyone. Number two, um, that had that that uh, that just happened really in the last in the last Did year. they get it from Sam or Melody? No. They got it from Bob and me. Do you remember Bob? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh So Bob is actually really, really featured in the life after flash documentary, which talks about Sam Jones after the flash Gordon thing and what a lunatic he is. Well done. We were supposed to actually be in that, uh, uh, that documentary. That's another story. Um, but Bob called me up and said, uh, you know, they want to use the commentary in the, I guess the sort of the ultimate edition that's coming out in Europe. And I'm like, yep, send me a copy. <laughs> and actually I got, I got two. So there's one for OG in there. So Huzzah. surprise. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah. So, so yeah. So that was the thing. So we're actually part of, and it's just the audio, I should say, by the way, yeah. it's not the video. So it's just the audio, but I think, I think at least, I think all of us might, I haven't actually listened to it yet. I know it's me and Bob and Sam and Melody doing it, but I think, I feel like you poked in OG uh, one time. I think, I don't I, know. I don't, think I don't remember if I all. did or not. I think I poked in more when we got over to XM that night. I That's recall true. that when we recorded, we were limited in terms of our setup where I laid on the floor the entire time <laughs> to manipulate the mixer Yes. In order to compensate for their levels. For the levels, yeah. yes. Yeah. Again, the little rascals do a uh, a, a bonus track. Now, jog jog my memory. So so we started off with snack tables and plywood, and we got to Sam Jones yeah. and Melanie Anderson. Was was prior to that or after that experience when you fantastic launched your studio in Hoboken? That was 2011, I want to say, between after. 2009 and 2011. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, that was an adventure in and of itself. We had... Oh, wait, uh, wait, 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 uh, hold on. Before we get too far gone, you know, like, uh, you know, with, without saying to be... We, I, what, I, what I really want to talk about in sort of that, that first year-ish is, is us just desperately trying to figure stuff out almost on a weekly basis. 
I mean, by the time we get to Sam Jones and Melody Anderson, Fantastic is a professional at producing a, a podcast, uh, bar none, my opinion, yeah. because not only is he, with respect, w- as much as anyone could at the time, keeping me in check and keeping the show moving, Fantastic was also editing the show. Uh, I think, Mark, weren't you doing most of the production in the first year also? The little things, because I know in that time period is when you taught me, Fantastic taught me um, all of the, uh, 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 how, do you use, how do you use GarageBand to do production for the show? And I, I just fell in love with doing that. At some point, I took over the editing of the show and I was doing all the production. So all the little commercials we did, mm-hmm. all the IDs that we did, which we still use, um, uh, uh, all, all that little, all that fun little jokey stuff, all the, you know, and the show was completely edited for years. So like when we did a bit like completely pulling away edited. the curtain, yeah, pulling away the curtain, uh, like when we did like the, you know, like the Firefly bit, it happened. Right, right, right. And, you know, like it was actually done after the fact, you know, and and hopefully we had a uh, hopefully we had a a good enough break between OG saying the word and (laughs) then realizing he's saying the word so that the bit worked. D&D, D&D was the same thing. So it's, you know, like, uh, you know, that was that was all stuff that was edited together. I'm am I right in saying fantastic? I think you did a lot of uh, all of that production, at least in the first, I would say, at least the oh, first. only, yeah, only the first couple episodes. And it was oh. soon after that I immediately threatened to quit unless you up my pay. And <laughs> you said, okay, I'll take yeah. it over instead. And so show me what we, to do. We did. We actually <laughs> added an additional muscle milk. And and a lifetime supply of Soul Glow. Let's right. not forget all the bits. That's right. That's uh, right. And uh, that's when Fantastic let his hair grow. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, a lot has changed. My hair is shorter, and I can't drink that muscle milk anymore. It absolutely ravages me. It destroys you. It's, that stuff is not meant to be consumed by it's normal. Not humans. good for old people. Fantastic. That's what it is. Precisely. It's, I'm, that's not, it, I'm exactly. not disputing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we get through the sort of the first couple of uh, of years. Yeah, and then we do start doing things like, for example, I I don't think we did the show. OG may remember this. I don't think we did the show for a full year before we were doing shows on Sirius XM. I don't, I, I know. Oh, no, no, already, at the time it would have been just XM. It was just XM. And I know that we were doing it long before Melody and Sam were involved. Right. Because we were serious XM when we had them. And that we was just like, XM. Yeah. yeah. That's almost eight, nine, 10 years ago. So we were, yeah, I think it was within, it was certainly within the first two years, but I feel like it was within the first year that we started doing XM show. There are those photos floating around of the three of us, as well as Booker. Yes. In the old XM studio next to yep. Frank Sinatra, the Frank Sinatra station, if you remember. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, what's his, that's Jonathan Schwartz. Yeah. 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 And, uh, in that facility. Uh, yeah. Booker was building a Slave One Lego set. That was not our first show. That wasn't our first show. No, that was our second show. 
Okay. Do you remember who our guest was the first? It was show? John Romita Jr., wasn't it? John Romita that? Jr., who was using the amazing, amazing capabilities of uh, what radio. Was it called? No, no, <laughs> the video. Mobile oh, talk. on the MiFi or whatever. Was it, was. it Pal Talk? Uh, maybe. Yes. Yeah. It was Pal Talk. So we had a camera on my sketchbook. And John, while contributing to the episode, John Romita Jr., while contributing to the episode, was doing this amazing Spider-Man and Daredevil sketch in my sketchbook. Yeah. That was that was the first episode. Okay. Booker, uh, Booker from uh, 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 from England, from the UK, um, over there at uh, over there in Corsham at Automatic Comics. If you're That's in right. Corsham, uh, the UK, check out Automatic Comics when they're not in lockdown. Right. Um, he yeah. In our second episode, the camera was fixed on him, and he was putting together the slave the one. Slave one. Okay. Which I I think coincided with New York Comic Con that year. Probably it would have I been think- Comic Con or Toy Fair. It would have been one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I want to get him involved in the conversation here so he doesn't fall uh, fall asleep. Mr. Monty. Yo, when did you start? When did you start checking out the program? What is, what is your history with this program as a listener? As a listener, uh, was when I was looking to make a few extra bucks. So I started working at a comic book store in Bloomfield, the comic book market, the comic book market. Yeah. And, uh, that's when I was working, I think like, three or four jobs in, in a single week. And uh, when I was there, uh, Mr. OG came in, uh, kind of like looked around, was real nice and everything. And, and uh, after Is talking, nice? talking, oh, he was, because he was doing his sales bit because right afterwards yeah. he goes, oh, can I leave my, my uh, postcards for my podcast, leave them on the countertop. And uh, so he's talking about the show and I'm like, all right, well, he's like, oh, I, I'll be back tomorrow or whenever the case may be. And uh, see how you liked it. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to listen to this guy's <laughs> fucking podcast. So so I listened to it. And uh, the first soundbite of that opening that you had was uh, Bruce Campbell. It was I don't remember which one it was, but it was uh, Army. It's probably Darkness. primitive screwheads. Oh, yeah. Listen, it was I, the ID, right? Yeah. Or, or, oh, no. Or no was it was in the oh, intro. Yeah. Oh, in the intro. Yeah, the main intro. All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So my first thought was like. Because uh, as you guys know, I'm a big uh, yeah. fan of Evil Dead and, and Army of oh, Darkness. Yeah. So, um, yes, because I even won this on your show a very long time ago. If you guys yeah. remember that, I still have it. So uh, as soon as I heard that, then I heard the rest of the show. I'm like, oh, thank God it's good. And <laughs> sure enough, the exact time and day uh, Matt said he was going to come by the store, he uh, he came by. And, uh, and we were – I remember somebody gave you guys uh, shit for – not mentioning something on a Star Wars uh, toy, some kind of like big play set or something. Like, I can't remember exactly what the, I don't remember what the figure or the set was, uh, but you're like, sorry, we didn't, we only knew 500 facts, not 501 facts about yeah. <laughs> about whatever it was. Something like that. I vividly remember. Uh, That's probably OG because he was the angry one back then. Uh, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I was kind of like, and I remember it was around the time when you guys did Comic-Con of, mm-hmm. so 2000, uh, eight-ish. Okay. So we're, okay. I'm kind of, you know, that's when I jumped on board, give or take. Cause I remember it was like a few was- episodes after that, but I'm like, all right, going back to listen to those episodes, you know, cause it was only maybe like five or six beforehand. So I'm like going back to listen to those to, you know, to catch up. Wasn't that hard to, 
to do. And uh, yeah, and just kind of was a listener for the show for many years. What? Did the when you did the live show or the recorded uh, was a two hundred special at the museum at the museum in Nutley. Yep, I was there. Is that two hundred or three hundred? No, I think it was two. Oh, three. Yeah, we can't talk about because that. I think one hundred. I think one hundred was in was in Fantastic Studio in Hoboken. We got the giant pizza. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was two hundred in the museum. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. it's two hundred. And uh, I was and there. Three hundred for- is the one we can't talk about, right? OG. Three hundred is the one we cannot talk about. Okay, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was kind of uh, my involvement until uh, I thought Kev, when Kev asked if I wanted to join the show, basically. So that was it. There you go. Yeah. I was was fantastic. The was fantastic. The producer then for two hundred. I thought you were in between producers at that point. That could be. When he started, when when Nick started listening, yeah, I think Fantastic was still around. Probably who who else would have been there? It would have been it would have been Monitor. No, it wouldn't have been Monitor. It would Based have been on the timing. It would have been the mayor. Didn't he produce for like no, a couple of the weeks? Mayor did, the mayor never produced. No, mayor. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh huh. It, it, it was fantastic. And then it was wait. I know it was fantastic. Then wasn't it Best Buy Billy? Yeah, the mayor. Oh, I, yes. We used to call it. We used to call Best Buy Billy the mayor because he. That's when he was starting to explore politics back then. Oh, I don't recall us ever calling him. Yeah, we called him Best Buy Billy when he came to pay per view. <laughs> right, but he was the mayor on the podcast. Because when you say the mayor, you think of Smack. I think Smack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then after, and then after, uh, Best Buy Billy was just Mike. Or was it Mikeabus Prime? I think it was Mikeabus Prime for a week, right? And then, and then it was just Mike. And then it who, was just Mike. In my opinion, <laughs> with all due respect, was hysterically funny. Oh, poor! I Mike. love that kid. If that kid hadn't gone insane, <laughs> like it, I mean, the bit we will will at some point, Nick and I will will work on sort of a, a, a sort of a best of of thing because the thing with the light OG the green lantern light. Yeah. The green lantern light is still my second favorite thing that we've ever done on the show. But, but we should take advantage of the fact that fantastic is here with us. And we should talk about some of those other things that we did. I don't want to gloss over the whole live studio shows that we we just stay in in Kevin's. Yeah. We need to stay in Kevin's apartment just for one more second. Yeah. There's something about, studio a that i did not know until many years after knowing kevin and it was that there was a third apartment upstairs and at one point i said guys i think somebody broke into the house like what do you mean i'm like i hear something upstairs and kevin goes yeah there's an apartment up there And in the however many years I had known you at that point, when I was coming to that house, I had no idea that there were people above us. (laughs) Well, because they only used the back door. That was that's because the stairs only went up the back door, yeah. And they it rotated pretty frequently. It did, yeah, it did. Um, (laughs) Um, who am I? So after, so just just so we get all the producers out of the way, so we had just Mike, and then we had monitor then we had monitor i will want to say really quickly before you continue kev the best joke i ever heard on this show was after you guys uh lost monitor we'll put it that way is somebody said to you 
you guys are terrible at keeping producers. Even Monitor left you. <laughs> I think that was that was Aileen Gaspar at the time, if I remember correctly. I just remember uh, yeah. dying laughing on like listening to the <laughs> podcast at that point. That was just yeah. the best to this day, the funniest line I've ever heard. <laughs> it it was funnier than Dumbledore when I when I heard yeah. that for the first that time. Dumbledore, right? Fat Dumbledore. That's right. Yeah. Uh, after after Monitor, though, we had nobody for a little bit. We there was no show for seven right? months. Right. And then we came back with nobody. We came then, back we had, as... then we had scapegoat. Was was scapegoat the first one? Oh, he was. Yeah. He scapegoat. Was. We had scapegoat. And then we had and then we had PK. PK. Yeah. And then Monty. And then Monty. Mr. Correct. Monty. So Didn't there we go. PK have two stretches on the show? No, no, PK was a featured guest and and he would do some of our commercial spots. That's what I'm mixing up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He did like yeah, the, he, the early time warp spots and uh yeah, he did some funny he did yeah. some funny stuff. So yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. Sure. So uh we so uh, yeah, so that's all the 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 rundown of of the producers. Correct. Right that we've been through. Um and then uh since we have Fantastic, yeah, let let's actually let's go right with Fantastic and say uh uh, Mark, do you have a favorite moment on the show uh, that you that you recall? I mean, is it is it possible that I've been hit in the head so many times that I don't recall any? <laughs> no, but to, to Matt's point, I do remember we were doing video shows with an SD switcher when we were at the Newman Leather Building, where the studio of uh, 1,200 square feet of luxurious carpeted space was That's in. Right. <laughs> the ambush.tv studios and uh those were quite fun and when you look back those are actually really sort of you know cutting edge that the whole concept of this network that we launched was was almost the um the steve carell michael scott understanding of youtube when it was like <laughs> you know someone call youtube yeah. rather than democratizing video we decided <laughs> that we were going to make all the video on youtube so and and live stream which was mogulist.com at the time um, but those were really fun because, you know, we, we did a full on TV production that was a three camera shoot with a camera in the studio booth. And there was a, you know, not a lot of that going on at the time. And technically it was a challenge to put together fast forward, however many years now, at least 10. And there are companies like black magic, uh, black magic studios has a all in one switcher HD. That is literally the same switcher that I've attempted to build every year using a computer and whatever cameras at my disposal <laughs> since that time. And only now has someone nailed it. So if you compare to what we were trying to do with what's available now, we were at least 10 years ahead of, ahead of our time. You, those, shows were, any, those shows were a lot of fun. I uh, have some mics. Yeah. I still have mics. No, no, no. I meant the re like recordings or anything. I'm sure somewhere I have hard drives upon hard drives in static bags that I, Probably take out every couple those, of years. I would, I would love. I mean, to have. well, because we we have all the audio because those we episodes the audio, were in yeah. the in the run of episodes. Yeah. But the video, yeah, I, I think we tried to post some of the videos for a little bit, and then that kind of. I do remember that <laughs> one of the key components of the Newman Leather Building Studio was Kev bringing, I think, an EMAC <laughs> or the old iMac. So he would show up as if it were a laptop, but it was a full on CRT computer carrying it in like this. And we'd put that down. And that was like the final component that I used to inject the uh, the overlays. Yeah. And that's before and that's before I work for Apple. 
<laughs> we were just we were also you, you probably don't know this but we were using a a v, a vj mixer like a mixer a vj would use an ab flip-flop mixer and uh which is not the right thing to use no. to do a television show <laughs> you know my, my big takeaway my big takeaway from this is that fantastic should have like back problems with all the equipment <laughs> that he should have that, that he's been like lugging around and everything like that for the first year of the show or whatever it is. I have chronic back problems. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it stayed put in, in, in my apartment for the run of the, with very few exceptions. Like I think once, didn't we go and record at your house once? Fantastic. I know for a fact that fantastic. And I did a handful of shows at his house when you were unavailable. I okay. remember the two of us being in his Where did house we do it? doing, uh, I think it was like your bedroom because I remember one of us was sitting on a bed. One of us was sitting in a computer chair. Hey, I don't remember this at all. But yeah, it was, it was, it was an episode where for Is whatever reason, Kev couldn't be there. That's why for years and years, I joked that I was the only one that had consistently never missed an episode. <laughs> I think I, like, was I in San Diego or you I might've been, you might've been those yeah. situations. Yeah. Right? You might've been at a con or you were away and we decided to do the show. And, um, uh, but yeah, I, I know that I know that that was the case. We never did it at my place until years later, until well after a fantastic left. I I don't think we did it at your place until it was that place that you're sitting in right now. No, when I lived in 52 Warren Street, we did it in that apartment as well in Bloomfield. Oh, we the did? one by Gencarelli's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when we returned after Monitor got stolen. Right. That's where we were doing the show at 52 Warren Street. I don't remember for a while. I have an, a non-show related memory, a semi-show related in that one day we were preparing for a show and I had to bring equipment to Kev's house and I packed a tote full of equipment, a plastic <laughs> tote, and it was rather heavy. I don't know how heavy, but too heavy for me to carry the entire way from my house to his house while walking. And I did. <laughs> For some reason, I walked and I held it in this position. And by the time I got there, I said, you need to take this from me right now. He said, why? I gave it to him and my arms were just like <laughs> full of lactic acid. Just full um, of hate yes. and anger. But I did oh, it. And, you did uh, do it. And that was that. a trek for you, too. That was a decent walk. I'm looking it up now. It's probably two miles. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. OG, OG, do you have uh, do you have a favorite? uh memory of of the early years of the show you know there's i mean there's there's a handful of things like i particularly was fond of any time we had big rat on was always oh, a favorite yeah. but yeah. as far as early early episodes like first 10 episodes wise favorite when when we did the hoff olympics it was like episode like six it was re it was a year it was the it was literally the first handful of episodes. Some guy had wrote into one of our blogs at the time. And remember there was, there was some guy in like Sweden that wanted to do like a fake Olympics, but make it look like Hoff. And then some guy wrote into, it might've been critical toys and said, you guys should plan events around the Hoff Olympics. And I remember we spent an hour coming up with ridiculous, like sporting events around it. And for whatever reason, that has always stuck with me. That that particular, I don't, I, I don't remember what number I, it was, but I have no memory of this whatsoever. Whoever has access to None. the historical RSS feed, it's in the description. So, 
I'm I have certain. no memory of that whatsoever. Now <laughs> I want to go listen to it though, because now that you said it, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw mine out there. And I think, I don't know. I don't remember if fantastic was there for this or not, you know, and it's everyone who's listened to this show knows what I'm about to say. It's nano dots. Oh my God. Nano dots was a brilliant episode. And oh. I, for the life of me, cannot think of a funnier thing that we did. Although, I'll be honest, one of my other favorite bits was the show that Jim Lee was supposed to be on, uh, and he was Jim not Lee's available. Voicemail. All the voicemails, yeah. Jim's voicemail, where we literally, everybody who was on the show, and, and even Lucky, who was just hanging out, Oh. called Jim's Jim Lee's voicemail and left a message about how upset and disappointed we were that he wasn't on the show so much so that he called me and and just I've rarely had a, such an apology from somebody who I admire so much uh was like I swear I'll be there next week and so on and then he was but nano dots was unscripted and just completely unreal. So brief recap, a company puts out a product called NanoDots. They're little metal ball magnets. And the idea is you can kind of sculpt or, you know, make things with them or whatever. And of course, our first question is, well, what happens if this for kids, kids start eating them. Magnets in your gut are an extraordinarily, pardon me, extraordinarily yeah. bad thing. They said, oh, no, no, we've taken that into consideration with our new aversion tech right aversion tech yes which is like we're like well what the hell is that and they basically said something along the lines of no child will ever want to put if they ever put one near their mouth they'll never want to put one near their mouth again and we were like what kind of sorcery is this because this this this, this is just no way you know <laughs> we get the nano we get the nano dots we get the aversion tech and the non-aversion tech version Oh my God. And I am skeptical. Take the aversion tech nano dot and just do just, uh, just to the tongue, uh, yeah. on the tip of my tongue, literally for half a second. And I realized why no child would ever want to <laughs> put it in their mouth. Yeah. Because for the next hour, <laughs> I was screaming, <laughs> screaming because I, no matter what we did, I could not get the taste of aversion tech out of my mouth. It, it was, was how would you describe taste. it? I, were you there for that? No. Fantastic? Or, oh, no. Okay. You weren't there. You'd have loved it because I was literally, you, you know, that's an episode you should I would have loved out. the taste uh, of aversion tech. <laughs> no, <laughs> you should check no. it out because OG absolutely lost it for the rest uh, almost the rest of the episode yeah, like we yeah. just had laugh breaks that went on for like six seven minutes because neither one of us could stop laughing well og couldn't stop laughing yeah. i couldn't stop laugh crying it was horrendous horrendous oh, oh nano dots that was oh, nano dots. Oh, it sounds like a Nintendo that, Switch thing. Because uh, remember, yeah. remember there was those uh, those YouTube videos, people putting them in their mouth. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was uh, it was Bots Beans, uh, or or uh, what was the version when they lost the license? OG. Uh, Bam Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was the yeah. 
<laughs> Earwax. Belly people. You remember yeah. them, OG. They sponsored our show for a while. They did sponsor our show for a while. It's when true. they sent us a hundred pounds of of jelly belly jelly beans, we we're like, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, we'll run that commercial. You got it, sir. <laughs> you got it. Anything you want. Oh my goodness gracious. Good well, good times. Good times. It has been a tremendous walk down memory lane. Aww. Yes. Aww. That, I think that... we're losing. I think we're losing OG. Uh, I mean, I, unfortunately, I do have a familial obligation. But um... do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to bring the kid in just so everyone can see how tall he's gotten? No. He's, he's almost taller than his mother now. I, you're. I mean, yeah, he's got a little bit to go still. He's got a little bit to go still. He we kicked saw... me. He kicked me so hard the other day in the face that I thought he had dislocated my jaw. So that was that was wow. That was exciting. Wow. And and if you're one of our Patreons and you were checking out the live Instagram feed later, you might have seen uh, one of the uh, fantastic Spawn walk yeah. through the uh, walk through the shot. Is that Franklin. your oldest? <laughs> that, yes, that was my eldest, the eight year old. Wow! 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 Okay, so so final thoughts. Fantastic. Well, I just wanted to plug, if you guys have nothing else to do after the show, head on over to 8chan, check out some of the work that I've been doing over there. I do drops every 10 days or so, sometimes 10 per day. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Tell your friends. What is, it? What is it called? <laughs> don't, don't listen to him. He'll be doing NFT next. Thank okay. you for having me on. It's been a wonderful time. I wish you guys all the best in the world. I wish you... All of the patients in the world, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I, I'm trying hey, to find. It was listen, nice to talk to you. Listen, listen, fantastic. I am yeah. not the. I'm not the person I was when we started this show. I have, your hair wasn't the that best time. Back the best then. time is now. You're, I just mute. I just muted Kev because I have that kind of cut power right now. Yeah. Uh, and and it's great. It's glorious. You're about half the person you were. Yeah. yeah. And, and now he doesn't realize that he's been muted. <laughs> and it's it's just absolute glorious because he's continuing to talk and he doesn't. Oh no, he knows. He oh, knows. Does now he? he's just now he's just getting angry. Okay, I'll just hit the S unmute button. Uh at the... <laughs> this is fantastic. Unmute. Yeah. What I was trying to say was <laughs> I have evolved, Mr. Fantastic. I where one might say I was a petulant 12 or 13 year old when we began the show, I would say I'm easily in my late teens or early 20s now. Easily. So, ish. Just saying, like, yeah. that, you know, I have evolved a little bit. A I'm little tiny bit. Out there. A little, a little bit. bit. I mean, a I'm not bit. going crazy here. Yeah, you no, know, for sure. Still, you know, still me you know just <laughs> not not as bad that's all i Absolutely. would I'd say i'd say that's a fair assessment of myself that is a fair assessment og final thoughts on our 15th anniversary program uh, it's always a pleasure mark it is it is truly a pleasure to see your your lovely face again uh in in whatever capacity it uh, you were able to join us and again i'll be you know i'll be back in another year year and a half don't worry you can book me now kev if you want we'll set a date <laughs> 16th anniversary <laughs> we might do that that might be a thing to do that <laughs> um uh yeah and of course i'm gonna i, I i'll 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 close uh the the final thoughts out by saying you know the last 15 years 
I think for all of us have been a, a in both our personal and the, sort of the lives of the show have been uh, sort of this amazing roller coaster. Uh, uh, you know, we've gone through uh, uh, so many things again in both our personal lives and our and our uh, uh, our our show lives here, if you will. And uh, I I I dare say that you know it's been uh, and continues to be just a great adventure, at least from my point of view. Uh, maybe not the people who work with me, but from my point of view, uh, it's been such a great adventure the last fifteen years, kind of. Uh, being able to create a voice, have a voice and get the voice out there to the seven or eight people who still listen. And uh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that we were able to do that. The three of us were really, you know, and there were times, I know there were times when Mark was like, today's the day that I'm going (laughs) to strangle him to death. And some days OG was like, today's the day I'm going to strangle him to death. And I was like, today's the day one of them is going to strangle, <laughs> you know, like I, you know, we went through a lot. It's, it's a lot, especially, you know, in the, in the early portion of this, none of us knew what we were doing. Not even fantastic. Who knew what he was doing? You know, he didn't even know. And it's just amazing that 15 years later, it's 629 episodes. If that number's right. Um, uh, 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 and, and not to mention uh, all the stuff we did on, uh, you know, the, the, the stuff we did with mm-hmm. fantastic and his thing, the XM shows, the serious XM shows, you know, all of those things, it's been such an amazing, amazing thing that, that we've been able to accomplish. And, and, and for those of us who are, who are taking, um, the show forward into geek stuff, TNG, such an amazing, uh, opportunity and none of it happens without, uh, my best friend OG and none of it happens without my uh, person that I have an association with Mr. Fantastic. And uh, I, I just, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get all, all welly and, and cry like, um, like West coast Scott would, but uh, I just want to say thank you to both of you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you to all the listeners as well, who have stuck with us uh, through thick and thin, mostly, um, thin. And uh, I, I, I'm really, really extraordinarily grateful. This is this has just been an incredible, incredible adventure and continues to be so. I'd just like you. to say one last thank you. Thank you to Sandwich uh, for not being here tonight. <laughs> and Big Kev, while it may have been a great adventure for you, for the rest of us, it was much more like an action park. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was going to end it on such like a really nice statement and everything like that. I know. But I can't. I can't, No, I can't let that happen. I ruin it. I can't. I can't. My beautiful that. sentiment. Yeah. All right. Well, there there goes that. I'll save it for uh for the 16th anniversary show then, uh, I guess. At this point. <laughs> there so, we go. There you go. There we go. Uh, on do that, you, uh, uh, Mr. Monty, let's do the plugs. I was just about to until you cut can you, me Can off. you, uh, Mr. Monty, can you start the wrap up music? Yep, there it goes. I hear it. <laughs> I oh, me too. It. It's there. Uh, catch us each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. You can also find us on the social medias at GeekStuffTNG, respectively, at Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitters. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. I'm on the Twitter, the Snapchat, the Instagram, the YouTube uh the reddit the uh, uh the ebays i'm all over the place you know i'm, I'm talented like that uh big kev 
Uh, you can find me on the Xbox uh, One Nation as Big Kev GS, where uh, I'm I'm playing now up to four games. Whoa! Um, and uh, everywhere else, it's still BK Geek stuff. Fantastic, OG. And you can find, although he's not here, I'm going to do this anyway. You because it's hysterical. Uh, you can find and connect with Mr. Sandwich at Fat Dumbledore. That's F A T D O M. B E L D O R E, Fat Dumbledore. I think he's on Instagram and Twitter. I think under those. Uh, uh, at least Instagram for sure. Uh, OJ, uh, you can find me uh, Geek Stuff OG across all the social media platforms. You can go over to Twitch.tv backslash Geek Stuff OG. I stream a couple times a week and. Uh, youtube.com backslash roll for it if you want to go over there as well Ooh. yeah if you guys haven't checked out all the incredible things that og uh is doing these days like roll for it you absolutely should head over to youtube uh search roll for it and uh you know give them a give them a like and a follow and a what do you what do you what do you kids say what? mash those buttons uh with the bell for notifications Just very shit. quickly big kev uh we did a one shot two three weeks back that was titled the shady dragon in i i saw that and not only was i furious that you did <laughs> without me number one number two i haven't had a chance to check it out yet but but it's definitely on my list so yeah you should definitely check out the stuff that og's doing over on twitch and youtube great stuff over there fantastic something to add yes those of you who are my friends can find me at my phone number <laughs> and everyone else don't find me <laughs> fair enough check fair him enough. out uh, check <laughs> him out on the 16th anniversary <laughs> of geek stuff um uh, and with that, I don't remember how we did this in the old. Didn't we say something about, didn't Fantastic have the last word on this program way back when? Oh, gosh. So with, remember. right? Isn't that what it was? It was something like, and with that, we'll end this program or we'll give Fantastic the final word. I don't remember how we did that. I, that does but ring I always a remember bell, but was, I don't remember. I remember Fantastic had the final word. So. In, in uh, celebration of our 15 years, we will end this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, the one we called the 15th anniversary show because we didn't come up with anything else to call it. Um, and we will end it in a way that we haven't ended it probably in a very long time by giving Mr. Fantastic the final word. Oh, I'm Mr. Fantastic this time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was supposed to be it. And on that note, we cue the music. We've been waiting for a long time. Yes, we've been waiting for a long, long time. We've been waiting for a long time. But we ain't gonna wait no more. We're getting ready to rock and roll. We're gonna one, two, three, four, one, two.